0: And That's what our process is all about. That's what our platform is all about to give people the care that they need immediately and inexpensively through their passing and those powerful experiences helped me realize that you you need to be brave in life because You don't know what what's gonna happen. So you need to really take advantage of what you can I've learned how to treat uh, like digestive issues all the issues that can come with a stressful life and anxiety So I've learned how to treat those through the physical body. Uh, And in turn, it gives you, like I said, the resources to to help tame your mind. You know, and that's the beautiful part about it is uh, simple solutions for big problems. My gift is to help people overcome that so then they can in turn uh, manifest their gifts and share it with the world. And everybody helping everybody becomes a, a, a wonderful place to live in a beautiful world. You know, and that's when you know you're really doing something powerful because is driving you towards that is more powerful than all your weaknesses.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the I Love Success podcast. Before we get started, I just wanna say thank you to all of you that are here listening episode after episode and that you're taking your life Seriously enough to do something about it and create that beauty that we all want in our own lives. I mean, when I started this journey redefining success. I wanted to meet with people from all walks of life, from all different backgrounds, and just hear what they have to say about success, happiness, sharing their story. Now we're more than 200 episodes in, and I can't stop because I'm learning so much new things every week, and I get to share it with you. So thank you for being part of this journey, and thank you for going after your dreams, If you're struggling right now, if you don't know exactly where the next step is, I think you're going to find a lot of value in this episode and also from the others that we've had in the past. I also would love for you to reach out to me and and tell me about your struggles, tell me about your goals. We are here to help and We do this for you. Otherwise, this is just a very nice conversation. But if we we can help you in any little, little way and maybe get you one tool to, to build a better life, we'll be super happy. And before I forget, if you like this show, if you enjoy what we do, please give us a review. Share this with somebody that needs to hear this message because it's called the I Love Success Podcast for a reason because we're all about love. We're about giving And here we are, you know, this week's guest is a pretty cool guy, and I'm going to leave it up to him to share his journey. He has a very beautiful name. His name is Dr. Armea Abdu. So welcome, Dr. Armea. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you, Peter. It's really a pleasure to be here. And I love your intro because really, like, if you want to uh, be successful, change your life, you have to be proactive. You know, so thanking everybody for actually using their time wisely is, uh, is a very powerful thing. And that acknowledgement and reassurance that their time spent with you is going to pay off and help them in many ways. So it's a beautiful thing you're doing.
1: Thank you so now, much. I
0: really appreciate being here.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, Armea. So for people that don't know who you are, you know, you have that beautiful doctor before your name. So can you just talk a little bit who you are, what you do, and then we'll dig a little bit deeper from there?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, My name is, you know, like you said, Dr. Armai Abdu. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, but it has evolved to become so much more than just a physical therapist to the point where it probably needs another title to really describe, you know, the things I do because uh, as far as, you know, what I've done in my career, once I graduated, uh, I started working for a private clinic. I ended up becoming uh, one of the managers, one of the partners. And uh, was very successful by by all measures, but I was successful in a health in a healthcare model that I was not fond of, I didn't appreciate, and didn't have the best interest of the patients in mind, and that caused a lot of uh, internal issues to the point where I was anxious, struggling to sleep, you know. So it really bothered me deep down inside to the point where leaving was relief as compared to staying, even though leaving a position like that can be very life-changing. And during that time where I left, where I was surrounded with uncertainty and fear is really where I found my true creativity and has really blossomed into the company I've created now, which is Doc Physio, where we're creating a new way to provide healthcare. Uh, Because unfortunately, you know about half of Americans about hundred and fifteen million people have muscle and joint pain and none of them Really know what to do about it to the point where only 10% of those people are actually getting care inside a physical therapy clinic uh, Going to see doctors seeking help So that tells me that 90% of the people out there for one reason or another are not seeking the help that they need and because of that it's there could be potential ripple effects that will affect their whole life and uh, even trickle down to their kids, their family. You know, I've, I've been lucky enough to practice physical therapy in many different ways, all the way from a baby that's two, month, or two uh, weeks old all the way to somebody that I saw earlier today that is uh, 99 years old. And so you really get to know a lot about life by seeing the full spectrum of it people who just came into this world and people who are on their way out and you see what makes a good life. And unfortunately, the way our system is set up now is doesn't really, it doesn't really support a good life, you know? So I really want to change that. And that's what our process is all about. That's what our platform is all about to give people the care that they need immediately and inexpensively.
1: So, that sounds all great. And I want to hear more about that, Armea. But I'm curious, you know, how long did it take from that moment when you felt at your old job, like, hey, I'm successful, you know, by all measures from the outside, but this this doesn't feel right uh, until you actually quit? Like, how long was that process?
0: Oh, that was, I wrestled with that for about a year and a half. Yeah. Because you know, on on one end, I was doing a lot of good. I was making good money. I was supporting my family, so it was very positive. But I just felt that there was more for me to do, and and that I couldn't do in this
1: uh, with these barriers. And so that was a that was a grueling year and a half. And what what was the tipping point, if you don't mind me asking? What was that moment you said, "Hey, I I I need to I need to move 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 on"?
0: Well, about. Six months before I left, uh, my my brother passed away. He's two years older than me, died from a stroke suddenly. I'm sorry. You know, no warnings. Um, it's, it's okay. And then my mother passed away three months after that. I'm sorry. So when you go through tragedy like that, yeah. it's the way I look at it, because a lot of people would, would automatically think, oh, it's a very, very negative, you know, emotional experience. But I I really looked at it a different way. It was extremely powerful. Now you can use that power to either self-destruct or use it to push you forward. And I believe that my brother and my mother would really want me to push forward, you know, and by pushing forward and taking that powerful moment and using it as something positive, uh, I ended up really becoming brave and not being afraid of life, uh, realizing that you can lose it like that. You know, so I really wanted to, not be limited by my anxieties and fears that was keeping me in place and I realized after after a certain point in time, it's like, okay I have to I have to make the move now and I have to go on to the next thing Even though I didn't know what it was I just knew where I was was not right for me and they Through their passing and uh, those powerful experiences helped me realize that you know, you need to be brave in life because You don't know what is what's going to happen. So you need to Really take advantage of what you can.
1: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm so sorry for your loss. And uh, you. yeah, I wanted to touch on, you know, emotional pain and, and, and mind, mindset. How can emotional pain cause physical pain and injuries in the body as well? Yeah. So
0: there's, there's two ways to address this topic. And uh, we can look at it first from the stimulus that goes into the body. So our experiences and whatever has happened to us affects the way our mind, um, I guess, processes information that comes in. So if you are somebody who's been in a car accident, when you see a lot of people breaking really quickly and then you break really hard, it could probably create some uh, physical pain for you. Uh, another instance is I had a patient who was a retired Air Force pilot. He got shot at in his plane when he hurt his knee about 20 years ago or 30 years ago now. And so his anxiety and his pain became married. So every time he got anxious, his knee hurt. Every time his knee hurt, he got anxious. So you have these traumatic experiences that sear emotions to physical problems, right? So a lot of times they can get Um, married like that you have to divorce those connections and the way to do that is typically through exposure therapy you know you have to desensitize somebody to the trauma that they had and retrain the the pathway because remember we talked about the nerves and how they fire those two pathways fired at the same time at such an intense amount that they got married together so you have to almost address your anxiety and convince your knee that it doesn't hurt and it's not related and vice versa now that is a it's a complicated practice, depending on how severe it is. So you may need coaching through it, but that's that's one way. Uh, another way is our brain determines what the stimulus means, and by default, it has an output. So if it deems something as um, dangerous or painful, it's going to release hormones according to that. You know, so if you are in a a very let's just say. Uh, you, you're in a position where you have um, uh, a lot of anxiety and your anxiety because of the way you process it shows up in neck tension. So you're always, the way you cope is by tensing up when you get anxious because your brain doesn't know how to process it properly and it's trying to compensate. Just like if your back hurt, you walked a little funny. Imagine if your, your mind uh, hurt and it didn't know what to do with anxiety, it needs to put that stress somewhere. And it could put it here. You could have shallow breathing, so then your rib cage gets affected. Um, You can have stomach problems. So it's really up to your brain to figure out, hey, I have this stress. I don't know how to process it. I need to push it somewhere. And typically it pushes it into our physical body and it creates a physical manifestation. So that goes back to the criminal and victim. People think they have ulcers. It's like, well, the ulcer is the victim. That's the, the symptom. It's not really the cause. The cause may be how you process grief or anxiety. And because you're not processing it in a healthy way, it's causing um, uh, destruction in whatever body part it puts it in. And your mind is is the, it gets to determine what happens to every piece of you, whether consciously or unconsciously, it's still happening. So really a lot of the solution ends up being in your mind. And uh, the beautiful part is you can use your body to help condition your mind as well. So don't think it's just 100% mindset. No, physical body matters as well too. And like I said earlier, that was a lower hanging fruit for me. So go after that and then I can help figure out where to put my anxiety and grief and use it for something powerful
1: rather than destructive. Yeah, it's so interesting because I I do believe that because if I have a bad day, if I go for a run and do some karate, like I get out of that, and then I feel much better afterwards. It's it's so interesting how how it works. Uh, and one thing that I'm I'm dedicating yourself
0: in a way. Sorry, that that's your that to a form that's medication, yeah. and I, I want people to look at it like that, like use this as the first line of medication. We jump it and we go right to over-the-counter stuff and prescription stuff. And we skip right over that.
1: But it's powerful medicine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so interesting. And it, it goes back to the next topic that I want to talk about, which is success. So what, what, is, what does success look like for you?
0: Uh, well, for me, it, my success, and I believe many people, whether or not they realize it, I think their success lies in, in peace. You know, if you have peace in your spirit, you know, then you're successful. And the only way to have peace in your spirit is to have uh, a good mind-body connection, you know, on many different levels. You, are, you feel good about what you do, you feel good about who you're with, you know, you feel good about uh, the outcomes of your actions and your energy. So if you have peace, by default, everything else should be and will be okay. So for me, I was very anxious and my spirit was very rattled. But now I feel very calm and peaceful. And it's changed me in a tremendous amount of ways. And like I was saying, the question is, what does peace look like if it was imprinted on the body? And it's a healthy body. It's one that moves gracefully. Because if your body is clunky, you bump into things, you're stiff, you're rigid, you're locked up, it's very hard for you to have peace. And it's hard for you to have success because like, like it or not, the way we look and the way we carry ourselves has a large part to do with how people perceive ourselves, which can open the door to opportunities, but it also influences the hormones we release. If we're in good positions and good postures, we tend to release more testosterone and less cortisol, which gives us more confidence to go after and try to attain the success that we're looking for. If we're in these curled positions that are like fearful protective positions, we tend to release more cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And if you look at all the kids right now these days, they're plagued with depression, suicide rate has gone higher. The average age used to be about 29. Now it's like uh, in the teens and a lot more girls than men are doing are, are committing suicide than before. And if you were to look at them on their phone, I did this practice with one of my friend's sons. He was on his phone and he's in this terrible posture, right? And then I show my wife the picture. I was like, what do you see? And he's like, oh, he looks um, like he's in terrible posture. His neck looks like it hurts and all this, right? So then I covered the phone on the picture and you look at him and he's sitting like this. If you saw somebody sitting there with that posture and that position, you would wanna go up to them and be like, "Are, are you okay? You look like you're sad, you look depressed. So our bodies, if we put them in depressed positions, right now that is technology. using technology 24 seven, it will influence your mind to become depressed. So success to me really looks on many levels is a calm spirit an aware mind and a healthy body that maintains good posture. If you have all of those things, you are going to be virtually
1: unstoppable with your ability to uh, attain the success you're looking for. And um, so you're saying work harder is not always the solution.
0: Well, if you're going to work hard, do it in the right places, in the right ways. That was like me. I can work my butt off treating your shoulder, but if your ankle is the problem, then (laughs) I'm not going to get anywhere. Right. So that, so we have to put our energy in the right places. And, Like you said earlier, where do we start? That's very hard to know. And if I need to have a calm spirit, I need an aware mind and I need a healthy body. Well, depending on your resources and your knowledge, where do you want to start? Pick one of those three and pick a simple practice to start getting it healthy. And and for me, I start off with the physical body because I can change it, I can manipulate it quickly. I understood it and uh, it was simple for me to practice. And then that started to trickle over to my mind. I became more aware about the things to help me be better. And then I started to find my peace. And once I had the mind-body connection, I felt like my
1: soul was no longer fractured. It became whole again, it stitched it together. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that was my success. It's It's so interesting, this conversation with you. It feels like the world slowed down for... For an hour, and you're you're glowing with with confidence, and I can see that you're in a good place. So I'm super grateful for this time, and I only have two more questions for you. Um, and the first th- question is, uh, I want you to imagine yourself maybe 87 or 97 or 102, uh, sitting in your rocking chair, overlooking a beautiful view and kind of contemplating on your life. What do you want to have seen in order to say, wow, this, this was a good one?
0: You know, it's funny that you asked that. I think about that all the time because one of the things i practiced was uh, in physical therapy, a sect called home health, where you go to people's homes and you help them rehab if they're unhealthy enough to leave the house. Usually they're elderly population. And one man that I worked with for two years, Um, he was in his uh, early 90s. He was extremely successful. He was the manager of the guy who created Showgirls in Vegas. You know, so it's like a whole legacy. His whole world was back then in the 60s. And I mean, imagine it must've been crazy. And he got to the point where he was no longer able to speak, you know, but I would still go treat him. And every now and then he would flash me a smile. And so we'd have about an hour together where it's just quiet. And so a lot of thoughts are going in my head and I would, during that time, I was trying to start this company and I was afraid, you know, and I was looking at him and like, man, if if that was you looking at a young guy like me, who was saying, I'm afraid to do this, but I really want to do it. What would I tell him? And then I'm looking at my patient like, well, if I'm in a bed like that, what's to be afraid of where it it can not give me a real eye-opening look into our mortality you know and the fact that our lives are short and it made me realize that you know don't be afraid don't be afraid to do what you believe in do what you care about because one day you're not going to be able to do it anymore and the next person is going to take that baton and keep moving it forward so when I thought about it in that respect from his point of view looking at me I would say go for it you know what are you afraid of and For me, a good life would be that I have taken this practice in my gift and I've taken it as far as I can take it. And I found the right people to hand it to so they can take it, you know, and keep moving it forward. I want to build something bigger than myself to the point where if I didn't exist, it would still be happening, you know, and that to me would be the ultimate success, you know, and not even necessarily with name recognition or anything like that. I just want people to be all right. You know, and and I want everybody to really be fulfilling their gifts. So if I can fulfill my gift and pass it to the next person who can carry that same gift on, then I'll be I'll be fine. That's beautiful. Now, and I'll welcome it because by the way, my it's my older brother who passed. So I always feel like he used to do everything first and I would copy him. Yeah. So it's really taken away a lot of fear, even of death, because I feel, you know, he's already done it. So whatever has happened. He's done it first. He'll be there. He'll help me. And then it'll be, uh, I look forward to seeing him again. Yeah. So that takes yeah. a lot of the fear away from, from that stage. Doesn't mean I won't have it, but yeah. I'll have the tools to hopefully overcome it.
1: Yeah, that, that's beautiful. And uh, again, thank you for sharing so open heartedly. And uh, your, your brother was, uh, must be an amazing man. Uh, no, so um, shout out to him. Um, and hope you're watching your younger brother because he's doing great things in the world and uh (laughs) last last question armia and for people that still here you know an hour in uh, i watched social dilemma yes yesterday on netflix i don't know if you've seen it yet but it's crazy but i've heard a lot about it yeah it's crazy like how how the world is evolving in a way. And and that's why I feel after seeing that yesterday, I feel an urge to put out even more positive messages, you know, in online. And so people get fed with positive messages instead of all the negativity and all the bad stuff that's out there as well. So uh, I'm just happy that I I can do this and I'm going to level up and share even more good stuff. So, so hopefully people that are online too much can at least get a, a positive message instead and, and go out in the world where 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 life actually happens and uh, you know people that have a lot of dreams a lot of goals they don't know where to start where's the first step to to you know go after their dreams and something that they can do right now after this show
0: right now i would i would take some quiet time to really listen to yourself and your intuition and that was the driver for me leaving my original work is my intuition that part of me that was saying this is not right this is not right yeah. to the point and i fought it so much and one of my close friends he always says that what resist will persist what you resist will persist so i kept resisting like doing this and it was like my anxiety kept persisting and i couldn't overcome it so the in it wasn't until i actually had some quiet time where i sat down and really tried to reflect and that's a difficult practice because many of us you know social media the immediate feedback we're we're not conditioned to really be quiet and sit in quiet time so if you really want to know what your soul yearns for and what will give you peace the voice is inside of you like you have the answer you just have to find that voice not the one that tells you to Eat this terrible food to to go do all these bad things that's that's the that's the chaos that lives in our flesh that's not our soul that's desires of the flesh so we have to figure out the voice of our spirit in our soul and and we have to learn to to hear it and then to listen to it with a lot of faith and once you realize what it is that you need to do You should just start doing it because I made this life-changing move without really knowing why. I just trusted at that point that it was a better move for me and I didn't know why and I didn't know where it was going to get me. And now looking back, being about five years out of it, uh, past that process, man, I couldn't imagine doing it any other way. And I, I almost reflect and think, I don't know how I got here, but thank God I did. And there was many people along the way who kept, interjecting and pushing me in the right position and you just have to learn to listen to the right people starting with yourself the right part of you and then you have to seek wise counsel you have to seek people who think with the right intention and act with the right intention and just absorb what they have to tell you and really take it to heart and during that process you may find that there's a path that you're leaning towards or that a part of you feels like yeah go this way even if you disagree with it just still look inside and see what that is because it may be the solution you're looking for and once you take one step forward as you go further into it if it's the right thing it'll become more enticing and then you'll go from tiptoeing towards it to just sprinting you know because you finally see this is what the salvation you're looking for so you start running towards it you know and that's when you know you're really doing something powerful because whatever's
1: driving you towards that is more powerful than all your weaknesses Armea, thank you so much for Mm -hmm. sharing with an open heart and, you know, being here so present. If people want to connect with you uh, and need your help, where can they find you?
0: They can go on our uh, website, docphysio.com. It's uh, D-O-C-P-H-Y-Z-I-O.com. They can uh, also follow us at docphysio on Instagram. And they can look me up on LinkedIn as well too under uh, Dr. Armea Z. Awesome.
1: Thank you everybody uh, for listening and watching to this uh, incredible conversation I had today with Dr. Armea. I am, you know, calm. I feel happy and uh, I can't wait to to share this with you and your friends and, you know, people that need to hear this message. I think it's very valuable and I hope you found at least one little tool that you can use in your life to improve it just a little bit. And I think that quiet time is is so important. And, uh, and quiet time doesn't mean that you're on your phone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it means that you're with yourself completely. And uh, do that. It might not be easy, but do that and see see what happens and see what the what the answers you'll get. Because the, the mind and body is very wise and uh, we'll guide you. If you want to see more of these amazing conversations, go to ilovesuccess.co. I want to hear from you as well. You can very easily find me on Instagram at Peter Jumrukowski or email me at info at let me know what what you're up to what you're what you're fighting for and what your dreams are i uh, really want to hear from you also share this with some friends give us some love give us a review on itunes so more people can find us if if you don't know yet i'm i'm emphasizing this every show i want to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams and i can't do it myself that's why i have people like Armea here and and that's why you're here listening right now you mean so much to me so Thanks again and I'll see you next time, bye bye.